This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Okay, let's move into this. Now, the British Home Secretary, James Cleverly, landed in Kigali on Tuesday to sign a new treaty with the Rwandan government, which the, he hopes and uh, the British government hopes will finally see flights deporting asylum seekers to the East African nation take off. It's uh, the first and most eye-catching development in the government's two-part plan to get the uh, controversial Rwanda scheme back on track after it was thrown out by Supreme Court last month. It comes amid mounting pressure from the Conservative uh, MPs to reduce the UK's asylum numbers. Let's find out more and get the perspective of the Rwandan government. I have on the line the government uh, spokesperson Yolandi uh, Makolo joining us uh, via Zoom. Good morning and thank you so much for your time good morning thanks for having me so there's been a lot said about this piece of legislation but one has hardly heard the 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 the, the voice of the rwandan government so if you would just outline to us your you know from your perspective as a Rwandan government what um this scheme actually means and why you would get get involved in something like this uh one can see the benefit to the uk but what's in it for the rwandan government Well, the reason that we uh, entered into this partnership with the UK is uh, to contribute to what is clearly a global crisis of irregular migration. And there are some some clear factors behind uh, this irregular migration that's causing a lot of suffering to people who are making these desperate uh, journeys across, uh, you know, across the seas, across uh, deserts, paying a lot of money to criminal human smugglers. Uh, from our point of view as Rwanda, uh, as an African country, we also uh, are losing people to irregular migration, mm. uh, mostly young Africans. And the reason that they're moving, I mean, apart from conflict, and we're seeing serious conflict uh, in various places around the world, but apart from that, the, the single most um, single most serious factor behind irregular migration is lack of opportunities. We're mm. losing African uh, youth, uh, to to the desert and to the seas, and when they get across uh, to 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 Europe, mm. to an uncertain future, we don't want that to happen. Our thinking is that if we build th- those opportunities here in our countries, like Rwanda, then our young people stay here and take advantage of those opportunities to develop their skills and talents and to build a decent life here, to create wealth um, and 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 raise themselves and their countries. This is the reason behind our participation and our okay. partnership with, with the youth. Now, what, what, this, what this partnership means is that um, we will accept uh, migrants and refugees here, uh, those who have uh, will be relocated from the UK and give them an opportunity to, to, uh, uh, to have safety here, those who need uh, sa- safety and protection, protection and our own asylum system. And then also give opportunities uh, to migrants who are seeking these opportunities um, in partnership with the UK who are investing in building those opportunities here. Now, the standard or the legislation that will apply here, I mean, is it going to be, are you going to assess these uh, asylum seekers or uh, immigrants uh, who want to, because um, primarily these are people who would have been seeking entry into the UK. So what, what standard is or what uh, legislation applies here? Does Rwanda now become an extension of the British Home Office or how is that going to work? 
Absolutely not. We have our own asylum process. Rwanda actually hosts over 130,000 refugees, some who have been here for more uh, than 25 years. Over the last 30 years, we've become a country that welcomes and hosts refugees um, because we know what it is to be displaced. We've had a, a very uh, turbulent history, uh, recent history in the past. A lot of Rwandans have been displaced or have been refugees themselves. So we know what it means to to, be, to, to move around looking for a home and to look for mm. looking for opportunities. So we welcome refugees here. We're one of the least xenophobic countries um, in the world. Um, the, the asylum seekers and, and migrants who are relocated here will be processed under our own laws and under our own um, mm. asylum process because we are also signatories to the Geneva Refugee Convention. Mm. What then happens one of the concerns that has been raised is what will be the fate of those asylum seekers in particular um that are denied entry or whose uh, applications are unsuccessful one of the concerns that has been raised is, raised is that there's a high uh, probability of them being sent back to the very countries that they were seeking to escape so that concern um is actually um was raised by the UNHCR in the courts and it was based on a false promise, uh, premise. Uh, the, the UNHCR has actually been very hypocritical in this whole process because they know that we do not send people back to their countries of origin where they're likely to be uh, persecuted. We have never done that. We do not intend to do that. Within this partnership with the UK, um, those who are, don't, do not qualify for asylum in Rwanda will be offered other paths to legal residence uh, and eventual citizenship. Um, the, the Supreme Court based their decision um, wrongfully on, on, on the opinion of, of the UNHCR. And the UNHCR uh, based this criticism on a couple of cases that they basically misunderstood. We had uh, a couple of people from the Middle East, who one of whom was already here, and they applied for asylum in Rwanda. We found a better way uh, for them better and quicker way for them to stay in Rwanda. Mm. Uh, they were offered other paths to, to legal residence. They now live here. They're re- permanent residents of Rwanda. Mm. They live here with their families and they work and they're fine. Okay. Uh, so um, th- this was an unfair criticism uh, by the Supreme Court. Uh, mm. However, in the interests of making this partnership work, we have, uh, we have re-emphasized and reinforced the guarantees uh, that were in the original memorandum of understanding yeah. in this new treaty that was signed in Kigali on Monday. Now, the treaty was signed on Kigali, in Kigali, uh, but the, from a British government point of view, this is does the there's still some I gather some steps to be crossed. One of them is that uh, uh, emergency legislation will be introduced in the British Parliament uh, later this week, declaring Rwanda a safe country for migrants um, sent there. What is the what is the requirement of you in order for this piece of legislation and um, to be able to pass through the British Parliament? All the requirements are in place. Uh, this is a process that has to happen on the on the UK side, uh, and we will we will wait to see how that unfolds. We have worked together to make sure that the guarantees uh, address the concerns that have been raised uh, in the legal process so far. On our side, uh, the treaty will have to go through our parliament, uh, but it has broad support already within the government and uh, amongst Rwandans. Yeah. And from so from a Rwandan point of view, you say it's all systems go. What I'm saying is that if the British government say they need to, or the uh, British lawmakers say they need to be convinced of Rwanda uh, as a safe destination for asylum seekers that will be sent there, 
were there requirements that were placed upon you that you had to fulfill some kind of a checklist or or something? Well, this requirement of safety is a is a very narrow requirement. It means that uh, we we they want to see, especially the court that uh, Rwanda will not send people, asylum seekers, back to their countries of origin. Mm. This is already guaranteed in, in our asylum uh, uh, policies, and it, it, in practice it is something that we do not do. Um, in ad- I told you that we have 130,000 refugees already in Rwanda. Mm. Um, in, in addition to that, we have, uh, in the last couple of years, welcomed a whole boarding school of Afghani girls who moved here from Kabul, Mm. When the Taliban took over, they have been uh, they have been granted uh, residence here. They are studying. Uh, they are thriving. Um, they are recruiting uh, into the school mm. Afghani girls from refugee camps around the world. Um, in addition, more recently, we have uh, received more than two hundred mm. Sudanese medical students who are not mm. able to finish their studies uh, when war broke out in Sudan. So uh, the, their uh, their university is actually moving to Rwanda okay. so that they can establish themselves mm. here so that these students can finish uh, yeah. their studies. I, th- I think this uh, our welcoming uh, policy uh, and, and practice speaks for itself. Okay, just one to be sure I'm clear, just as a final point here. In the event that, uh, you know, those uh, asylum seekers that arrive, that land um, on Rwandan soil, are those that are rejected, um, whose problem in inverted commas um, do they become? Or is it the case that as soon as these uh, asylum seekers are sent to Rwanda, it is entirely up to Rwanda what happens next after they, whether you uh, reject the seek asylum seekers or whether you accept them? Yolandi Makolo, you The there? asylum seekers and migrants who are uh, relocated to Rwanda. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Yes, sorry. So the asylum seekers and, and migrants who are relocated to Rwanda are our responsibility. Mm. Uh, and the way that we will process them and the opportunities that they receive here are governed by the by the treaty that we have signed with the UK. Mm. They are our responsibility. We have proven ourselves as a government uh, and a people that are welcoming to asylum seekers and migrants. We have a g- good track record in this um, mm. in, the, in this area. And there the, the really are no issues of concern here because um, be- because we have uh, we have done this before and we have experience. Okay. The UNHCR knows this. Yeah. We work together to take care of the refugees who are here. So there really are no concerns on our side. Yolandi Makolo is the spokesperson of the, for the Rwandan government. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for coming through. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Uh, There you have it. Then talking to us about the treaty that has just been signed between the British government and the Rwandan government, which will see asylum seekers that arrive at the UK ports sent to to Rwanda for processing those that arrive yeah, you know, asylum seekers, which means people who ordinarily would not have the required documentation or visas to enter the country, they will now become the responsibility of the Rwandan government in terms of a treaty signed between the two parties, which, of course, has seen the British government invest some money in Rwanda. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.